ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Instant Classic Podcast. My name is Jay Sub. With me, as always, my brother, Emery Ogletree II. What up, Dre? My brother, what's good, man? Let's jump in, man. So, on the Western Conference, the semifinals have wrapped up, and we are in the the conference finals now. Let's talk about Phoenix and Dallas before we jump all the way into the conference finals and what's going on. That game seven, man. What? <laughs> in the world have you ever seen anything like that nah brother i haven't and in fact you know i had to go ahead and uh and, and give a public apology to dallas mavericks because i know on our episodes during that series you know we, we threw a lot of shade you know disrespect to dallas you know had phoenix win the series at first they had winning five and they had them winning six and they had them winning seven and man you won't talk about eating some crow i mean i'm still spitting out like i said i'm spitting out these feathers right now the domination the Mavs had over, over Phoenix, man. I turned that game off, I think, li- literally after the second quarter. Yeah, I didn't over. watch the whole game. Yeah. I didn't, I, I, just, I just turned the game. I, I, I was just sitting there utterly sick. And I, I got to go ahead and give props to Luka Doncic. You know, definitely give props to Jason Kidd. I mean, he, he showed his prowess and he showed his, you no. Know, uh, well, he confirmed his status as being a head coach in this league. I mean, I think he definitely did that. But definitely got to tip my hat to the role players of Dallas. I mean, I think not just us, I mean, but for the majority of people, there was a lot of disrespecting thrown at those guys, man, because it's not really been one consistent guy. You know, it's, it's always kind of, you know, been sporadic. It's been Brunson some days, and you had Dinwiddie some days, and then you had, uh, help me, who's another one? Uh, of the role players for Dallas that'll, that'll show up every now and then. Um, where's that? It might be it might be bullets some days. I mean, it's just yeah. like it was just so sporadic. But those guys showed up. Man, I think they just got tired of all the talk. Right. And and Luca just stepped up. Now, I mean, I hear a lot of people talking about how now he's the best player in the playoffs now. And unless I'm just not ready to go there. I mean, Luca's a beast. Don't get me wrong. Don't don't get me wrong. Like I said he got to this point. Respect. You know, we always go back to the Luca Trey Young trade, and you know, for all, everything that was worth. I mean, Trey Young got to the conference finals. I was looking at Luca like, yo, what you gonna do? So I mean, hey, here he is. The year after, got them to the conference finals. But at the end of the day, man, they just wanted more, and I just my heart felt bad because you know what? I think the windows closed now for CP3, man. Yeah, it's over. I, I think it's a wrap. The, 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 the title aspirations, I know they're still going to be there. It's not, I don't even expect that Phoenix won't, again, be a good team, a regular season team. But after what I saw here in the playoffs, I I, like I, said, I just don't see it happening. I don't. DeAndre Aiden, who I thought made a leap up, I end up being wrong about that. I know he and uh, Monty Williams reportedly got into it on the bench during game seven. But the bottom line is, I mean, nobody on the Phoenix team showed up. Nobody did. They, they got exposed. Uh-huh. And it, it just makes you curious. Monty Williams still deserved Coach of the Year that he that he got. He, he deserved it, but it's going to be interesting. I think there'll be a great storyline for next year to see how they respond from this. I mean, from going being a 2-0 in the finals the year before, and then you lose four straight to Milwaukee, and more or less being what weren't they up 2-0 in this series? Yeah, they were being up 2-0 in this series, and like I said, to go to a game seven and just get dominated the way they did. And like I said, in CP3, you know, everybody talking about since he turned 37, I mean, he he looked, you know, what people were saying, like a 37-year-old would look like. Like I said, it, it's just one of those things, but I just was not expecting that. I really wasn't, you know, but got to give Dallas their props. They showed up. That's why they're in the conference finals right now. So give them their much respect, much yeah. respect. See, this is why I always say, like, man, don't play with your food, man. Like, <laughs> like when you had a chance to put this team down, like they didn't. And in the game seven, anything can happen, especially with mm-hmm. a dude like Luca, who, like I said, like this dude could win a game by himself if it came down yes. to it. Um, and like he had as many points as they did at halftime of that game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh God. Like right. you don't you don't play with it, man. Like a game seven, anything can happen. Like, you can't leave that to chance. And, like, with Phoenix, like, one, the person, like, I understand the whole DeAndre Aiden thing. Like, where was he? But I think him, I think it's a long-standing thing with him and the owner. 
because the owner, like all the other rookies, got their extensions. And they ain't paying DeAndre Ayton. I think he wanted to come out and, you know, like, yeah, I'm about to try to do my thing to get us to come back. And I think, you know, was probably against the system. This is all, you know, my opinion. And the coach, like, no, nah, you know, that's not how we do things. So he got set down. Um, but more than DeAndre Ayton, I think Devin Booker, like, you supposed to be the dude. This is supposed to be, like, your team. You know what I mean? Hey. Like, you were mad when you didn't get on that all-NBA team. You know what I mean? When you didn't get your max contract because you didn't make all-NBA. You were mad because of all the all-star snubs. Mm-hmm. Like, like, where are you at, man? This is where you show yeah. yourself. It's a game seven. This is where you put your stamp, your legacy. That's right. So disappointed. And Chris Paul, like, you can't win when Chris Paul is, like, your best player. Like, <laughs> number a number two? Perfect. But a number one, you can't, he's a 36 year old, six foot point guard, man. Like you, we are asking too much of him at this point in his career. I, I never considered more. Well, I agree with you. I, I, it wasn't that so much considered Chris Paul the best player because, like I said, I mean, he is 36. He's not in his prime anymore. I just said that he was their leader. Now, you don't have to be you know, the number one guy to be a leader of a team. Mm-hmm. I mean, True. I've been in positions like that. You know, I wasn't the number one guy, but I've led a team. But the thing was, like you just mentioned, you know, D-Book, this is – and that's what I was telling you. I was speaking to an old teammate of mine, and he and I kind of got into it because he was trying to make it seem like CP3 was you know, supposed to be the number one guy. I was like, no, this is D-Book squad. I was like, CP3, you know, basically just you know, more or less trying to keep everything in order. Like, CP3, just, like I said, he's just that – he's that manager on the floor. He's that coach on the floor. But he's he's looking at D book like yo, I need your help, Chief. Like you're the young buck here, you're the young lion. I'm just out here to make sure that everything flows well. If you ain't got it going, hey, there's <laughs> only so much I can do. I said, you know, this this isn't the CP3 of you know New Orleans or even the CP3 of Houston. You know, now, now granted, every team that CP3 has been on, he's made better and and much respected. I mean, CP3. It's still an all-time great point guard. I'm not. I'm not going to take that oh, away. Yeah, he, he's still an all-time great point guard. I mean, I think some of the slander he's gotten has been a little bit over the top. You know, I listened to Pat Bev on some of the shows the other day. I'm not sure if you got a chance to catch him. I did. <laughs> you know, and he said like, well, apparently, like the you know the talk within the among NBA circle and play, they said they called CP3 Cone. Now, now, whatever. Like I said, I'm not necessarily knocking Pat Bev for having his opinion. Now, obviously, you know, Pat Bev is not in the same conversation, you know, accomplishment-wise or skill-wise to CP3. But still, you can still have your own opinion no matter what. It's just like, you know, mm-hmm. that's the way you view a player. That's the way you view him. So that's why I'm just kind of like, look, he can say what he wants to say. It doesn't take away from what CP3 has accomplished. And it's just unfortunate because CP3's resume for all the co- accomplishments he's had, his players in the playoffs, man, is on there. I mean, either he's gotten hurt or he just had bad games. You know, whether it was from the Clippers to Houston and now in Phoenix, you know, I'm not going to count OKC days. I mean, because OKC wasn't going nowhere. It was just a miracle that he got him there. Yeah. You know, especially after that trade, but he made it happen. <clears throat> but I mean, but CP3, man, I said, I, look, that was the biggest thing that killed me. I was like, after this, I even tweeted about it. I was like, CP3, man, I'm sorry. I, I think that window's closed, man. The, the, the window's closed. I'd be hard pressed to believe, especially now the newfound confidence that Dallas has gotten by beating them, especially with Phoenix being the number one seed and all the expectations on them coming into the season. You know, because did I say Phoenix at the beginning of the year? I, well, I know originally, no, I originally had I originally had Golden State and the Lakers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we know how the last, you know, the latter turned out. But so I mean, I didn't have you know. Go, I didn't have uh, Phoenix even going to the conference finals to begin with, so I guess in in a backwards way, I was right about that, but still, I mean, with the way things turned out, I just didn't see this. I mean, now we got another year coming up above, above us. DeAndre Aiden, I know he wants that extension, man, but right now, again, I just feel like I saw him in a step backwards. It's just like there were just too many games, especially in the latter, I think, from games three to seven, where it's just like I just didn't see enough of Aiden to the point where I feel like, well, what kind of money, you, the money you're asking for, I'm not getting enough from you. You know, I don't even necessarily consider, would you even consider DeAndre Aiden a top 10 center in the league? I think 10 might be at best. He's definitely not top five. 
He's not top five, but I would say he's top ten. He's somebody, yeah, yeah. especially at, at his age, because he's still very, very, very he's, young. He's, he's very young, but like I said, but like I said, I, there were moments where I saw growth, but again, but then, like I said, but especially in the series, I mean, it's like that that timidness came back, you know? And, and I was just like, yo, man, like, you're supposed to be one of the more, you know, better young big men of the league. And it's like, but I say it's just like he was a no show, and I said in D book, unfortunately, just it just didn't go well for him. So I, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do next year, man. But I said I, I don't see it happening again next year. I don't see them going back to the finals. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I'll be honest, I'll be hard pressed if I see him in the conference finals again. They'll make the playoffs, but don't don't I, I just can't I can't see them making the conference finals. Based off of what I've seen in the playoffs this year, especially from the newer participants that we had this year on the Western Conference, which we're going to more or less parlay into our next segment. Yeah. Um, but one last thing about Phoenix, like Chris Paul, some people ain't meant to win championships, man. Like fair. that's fair. Just, you know. Oh, yeah. There, there, there are a lot of a lot of great players and a lot of different reasons on why they never got that chip. Patrick Ewing. Was one John Stark's terrible shooting game away? <laughs> the, the mayor of Houston, John Starks, as as I like to call him. Men will never have to buy a drink in Houston ever again. Free drinks for life. All right. Well, yeah. so, and then unfortunately, I mean, well, we'll just kind of piggyback on that real quick. That second go round, unfortunately, P. Ewan just was too old. He, yeah, when they played uh the the Spurs in that uh you no know, shortened lockout year, and they went to the finals. I mean, I still feel like you, they had a slightly healthier PU, and I think they could have won that series. But unfortunately, PU just you know, just wasn't there. It's just too much time had passed. All right. Speaking of 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 getting old and time, Golden State versus Memphis, the the old the old champion, you know, the old dog was taking on the the new up and comer, and mm-hmm. the old dog was able to outpunch, even though you know, Ja did not play, but you know that doesn't matter to to Memphis. They they come, they come for the fight, and you will feel them no matter what. What was your take on the on that series? I think what Golden State is seeing is their heir apparent. That's what I that's what I saw. You know, uh, my man JG, you know, who loved Memphis, and he was trying to sit there and he said he's like, Man, Memphis is gonna beat Golden State. And I tried to tell him, I was like, not yet. I was like, it's not their time. I was like, their time, their time is coming. It's like they, these, these kids right here, these young bucks, I've, I've said a million times, they remind me of old OKC, of Durant, Westbrook, Harden, the old crew, mm-hmm. that young core. I was like, man, you keep these kids together. They will run the NBA in the next three to five years. And that's also what I said. Like, so Golden State is looking clearly, whether they take it from Golden State or Golden State just basically, you know, takes their bow center stage and they just do the old age or maybe trades or whatever else just kind of, you know, disappear into the night. Memphis is coming, man. Like I said, I mean, jaw getting hurt. I mean, it sucked. But these kids, man, I mean, they 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 have no quitting. Like you said, none. They got no quitting them at all. I mean, when they won game five, it was game five. Yeah. You know, I, me, me personally, I just sat there and said, "Was it Game Five? Yeah, it was Game Five that they won. Yeah. That they blew a Golden yep. State because mm-hmm. they didn't go. They didn't go seven. Yeah, nope. So um, when they won Game Five, I personally sat there and said, I was "Like for me, I, I honestly just didn't think Golden State took that game seriously." Nope. <laughs> and that's not throwing shade on the Grizz. I was just like, man, I'm just looking at Clay. I'm looking at Steph. I'm looking at Draymond. It's just like, I think they're just like, you know what? We'd rather just win on the road, win at home. And that's what I think I saw in game six. I mean, it was just a lot more fight. But those young bucks, man, they just kept coming. They kept coming. And I like what Dylan Brooks said, you know, after the series was over. Yeah. He's like, hey, they're going to they have to see us again. He's like, they're going to have to see us again. And Jow will be back. And based off the report I just read, uh, read on ESPN.com, apparently – you know, the GM and the owner are saying, like, yo, we ain't worried about losing nobody. We, we keeping this core together. And I say, like, that's what you want to hear if you're a Memphis fan. Exactly. 
you know, let's say Memphis has next man. I think let's say again, it's still it was meant for Golden State to be in the position that they're in right now. I mean, think about it. the only reason they were in the position they uh we were used to seeing them in for like five of the last seven years because more or less injuries. Yeah. That's why we didn't see them last year. But I mean, I don't know about you, but once I knew everybody was coming back this year, like I said, I was like, Golden State's going to the conference finals, man. These cats have been champions, you no know, damn near three of the last seven years. Yeah. But they deserve but a Memphis, chance to, to to go out the way they need to. Because even when they lost uh to Toronto, it was because everybody was dropping like flies. Exactly. In Exactly. Um, yeah, they got to have a chance. But Golden State was the, you see, they ain't played with they food. Like that game six, it was all business because all business. Any, anything can happen in a game seven. Like what if, what if Clay go down like in the first quarter? Mm. You know what I mean? What mm-hmm. if Steph go down? And all of a sudden, you at home wondering what if. Yep. But yeah, Memphis, I think they want to be the team to take out Golden State. Yeah. They they want to retire Golden State. They want to be the squad that say like we ended your reign. Yeah, they they they, they want to be the ones to separate say like this is now our conference. Yeah, and that's why you know reiterate again from the uh, previous topic. That's why I think for Phoenix, man, it's unfortunate. You know that that window that window was always small anyway. From the moment CP3 got there, you know I mean don't take nothing away from the fact I mean but everybody keeps forgetting that you know when Phoenix was in the bubble. Well, just what four years ago, four or five yeah. years ago, you know, I mean, what they were like a thirty-something win team. CP3 comes there, that's it. Next thing you know, what they're in the finals, you know, and then they lose that and then come back this year. I mean, that window was always small, but with Memphis, man, I've loved that team's assembly ever since I started paying attention to the draft. After Josh draft the following year, when I saw the picks they were putting together, I was like, damn, they're putting together a squad. Like, they keep these young boys together. It's going to be scary. Yeah. And it has turned out to be that way. And I think if you're Golden State right now, I mean, especially for Clay, you know, Steph and, you know, Draymond, I mean, you you know what it takes. I mean, right now, as we're, as we're speaking, you know, they're, you know, they're winning here in game one against uh, Dallas by 12. But like I said, they've been there. I think they just, they just want to basically get a shot at taking back what they feel is rightfully theirs. You know, but like I said, Memphis is coming, man. Memphis, to me, God forbid, barring any injury, I expect to see them in the conference finals at least for the next close to a decade. Yeah, they just need a little bit more shooting. If they could get some more people who can knock down some open Jays, because they're going to be open, because Ja collapses an entire defense. Uh, Triple J just require, you know, just has so much attention on him when he's down low. And even he can shoot the jumper a little bit, even though that last three and uh what game was that? Was that uh where it was it was so ill-advised and Draymond got a piece of it? Yeah, game six. Game six, yeah. Game yeah. Game. yeah. I was like, don't do well, it, don't do it. Well, I mean, I, I think they got plenty of shots. I mean, I think that's the last thing they need, especially with that bang kid. If, it, if bangs get healthy again, I mean they got shooters for days to me on Memphis. Like I said the like I said again, they're they're young. And what I saw them playing, they were making young guy mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's the reason to me why why I knew they were gonna lose the series. Man, they, they got that they one had, game. He was shooting some of the worst shots I've like ever seen. When uh it was the, the game when right after Ja got hurt, when he uh, went like three for 17 or whatever, like that, mm-hmm. man. And he was just pulling up Jay. It's like he was Steph. I'm like, sir, sir, like and that, please. Stop. And that's what and that's what I was telling my teammate. I was like, that's a young guy's mentality. You know, I was like, that's the thing about, you know, cause I've, I've been in positions like that. I remember being the young buck playing like, you know, the old heads, especially the old heads who were like in the position of more or less being on top of the mountain. Like, you know, dude, those cats always good. Like whenever they walk in the gym, everybody notices them because they've always been dominating. But I was on the squad with, you know, the young cats back at home. And, you know, like we were up and coming ourselves. It's just like, we know we can beat y'all. But for some reason... Y'all always seem to get us. And a lot of it just came down to just, you know, mental preparation. Like I said, for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, like I said, the mistakes they were making, time and possession, it was to me. Like I said, shot selection. Like I said, no, the tempo. Like I said, I mean, to me, it's just like Golden State, and it's not necessarily in every game, but in the games, some of the games they won, there were opportunities where Memphis was winning 
but they got so caught up into like you know the combativeness of going up against Golden State instead of thinking about yo we got this game under control you're still trying to more or less throw that haymaker at me you're winning like you're on a scorecard winning why are you still trying to throw a haymaker at me I'm trying to beat you now right that gave Golden State more or less the opportunities to come back you know and take advantage of their youngness it's like okay go ahead go ahead young buck go ahead and throw that haymaker slip <laughs> that's something that might be a turnover it might be a shot off the you know, back of the rim like oh I'll take that uh oh now it's my possession and now we're getting the lead. And now all of a sudden, uh-oh, you look at the young guys, you know, and they're in those positions. Now they're starting to panic. Where Golden State, you never really saw panic in Golden State. No, they don't. I saw, I saw I saw panic in Memphis, mainly because they looked up and they were like, oh, man, how did we lose control of this game? And that's just a young mindset. Like, a lot of young players don't necessarily think about that. Because, yes, you want to win, but at the same time, you know, think about how you're going about it, though. In a close game, especially, like I said, time and score – I said, I'm going to slow the game down. Like, you know, if I'm beating you, here, come and get the ball. I'm not going to just give it back to you. You know, 24-second shot clock, and then I'm taking a three-pointer five seconds into the shot clock. For what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where Golden State's going to come right back down. Like, yeah, we're going to kill this clock. <laughs> we're going to get the best shot possible, but we're at least taking off 15 to 20 seconds off that shot clock. So when y'all come back the other way, we're not giving you an opportunity to, like, get set. You have to feel like you have to force that shot up. But Memphis's time is coming, man. The, I believe they're going to be right back in the conference finals next year. Who knows? I mean, we, we might have a rematch next year. And I said, I'm just going off hypothetical, no injuries. We could possibly be looking at a, a rematch next year, but they're, yeah. they're going to be the ones, hell or high water, one way or the other. And like you said, you know, they, they want to go ahead and just beat Golden State and take it from them, which is the way anybody should want it. The one, one way or another, they're going to be the face of the Western Conference. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Agree. So let's move on to the East and let's talk about Milwaukee and Boston. I believe that Giannis is the best basketball player on the planet and he just kind of solidified it in my mind this series. There was no there was no stopping him. If he would have got any kind of help, I think it, it potentially is a different series, but he was out there solo dolo. What was your take on this series? Well, I mean, with Middleton being down, I mean, the series pretty much went the way I expected it to go. You know, I, I said I had Celtics and seven. So when, uh, when, uh, help me, Milwaukee went up and took that one game lead. Yeah, three, two. In game five. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, three, two. I didn't panic. I was like, you know, especially it was the way Boston lost in game five. But I said, if you, if you really go back and you look at that series, it, I said, there, there were so many circumstances where I was just like, Celtics should have won. They just made like minor mistakes that came back to bite them. Like, for example, I think it was in game five, you know, Giannis misses the free throw. Jalen's going for the rebound, and then Marcus Smart jumps up right behind him, taps the ball loose, and it gets to Bobby Portis, and he gives him the walk in the lead, right? Mm-hmm. You know, an ele- elementary school play, something as simple as rebounding, where you just yell, I got it. You know, if I'm Marcus Smart, I mean, I know you want to get the ball too, but let's say you're you're in the moment and you you know you're sitting there thinking, well, does he have it? You know, because you don't know whether he's going to get it or not because I don't know who was sitting next to Jalen Brown. But at the same time, though, it's like somebody's got to say something. <laughs> yeah. Just think like if somebody just simply would have said, "I got it," they get that rebound, they win Game Five. They you know more than likely go go on to win Game Six, and the season ends in six. But I mean, you saw the way Boston bounced back in Game Six, and I don't want to, I don't want to shortchange it, but I said it last year after Milwaukee won that championship. Milwaukee took advantage of the opportunity that was in front of them. So many injuries last year happened. That's why we had Milwaukee in the finals last year. I don't care what anybody says, that's what happened. They went on to play Phoenix in the finals and give them props. They went from down 2-0 and they just came back and took it 4-2. But I said coming into this season, I was like, if you really want me to you know, believe that Milwaukee is a true champion, they got to do it this year when everybody's healthy. And they didn't. Now, the only silver lining for Milwaukee is Chris Middleton got hurt. Mm-hmm. I said, we, we all know Giannis is a monster. He is. I'll go ahead and give him the title of best player on the planet. What I love about Giannis is that for a superstar, he, you can tell that he, this dude really wants to get better. Yeah. He, he works and every year. You know, you've seen the development of his game, even from the time when he was just a young buck when he came to the league. 
you've seen the levels he's just gotten better. He truly, to me, wants to one day be in the conversation of, when you talk about the greatest of all time, I want you to put my name in there. I want my name to be in there, so I want to get better, too. So I said, no no shade to Milwaukee, but like I said, I, I knew what in the cards for them. You know, like I said, that game seven came through. You know, they, they came out with some heart, but it just, it just wasn't there for them. Like I said, I don't. Drew Holiday, I like his defense, but his offense to me has always been hot and cold. He's too sporadic. Like, and as I said before, Grayson, you cannot let Grayson Allen beat you. <laughs> it's like Grayson Allen can never be a factor. If, if he's not a factor, Milwaukee has no shot at winning, and everything else is kind of took care of itself, and, and the Celtics just handled their business, man. I said, yeah. I, I was not surprised at all. They, they just handled their business. To and me, that's why we have a new champion. This loss is on the – well, at least that game seven loss – it's on the shoulders of Mike Budenhoser, man. Like, I get your game plan was to let, wasn't it, was what my dude's name, Williams? Um, was that his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Williams, yeah, Grant Williams. Grant Williams. Let him, we, we going to leave him open. Like, you know, we going to collapse a D, let him get open. But when you let anyone who is at least a capable shooter shoot 18 mm-hmm. times wide open, they going to make you pay eventually. And he made them pay. You know what I mean? Oh, like, absolutely. After he hit like four, don't you think it's time to adjust the game plan? Like, you would think. But he's in that belief that my plan is solid, and you know, it'll it'll the odds it'll it'll work out in the end. I'm like, no, no, sir, this is a one and done. Like there is no like you adjust on the fly. So I like shout out to Giannis. Now, Milwaukee beat the Bulls, and I wanted Milwaukee to lose, but. <laughs> I like Giannis. I like just seeing the way that he just beats people up. I enjoy watching Giannis play. But the team that has Grayson Allen must lose, and Boston didn't make <laughs> a service. And how is Grayson Allen not a Celtic? Don't he? Don't you think he just fits like that Celtic slash Utah Jazz? No, he don't. He don't. No, no, he doesn't. I, Old no, school Grace, Celtic, Grace, at least. I you know that that yeah, Michael, yeah. Yeah, he, Danny he got, Ainge. He got that. Yeah, he got that Danny Ainge. You know, yeah, maybe he got that, that little Danny Ainge in him. But no, nah, I mean, I, I don't have much respect for Grayson Allen because he's just, he's a shady little punk at times. But but again, I mean, he seemed to find like a little spot over there with Milwaukee. And like you were saying about Budenholzer, because I mean, you know, I gave Budenholzer a hard time, you know. But hey, he, he was able to get the ring. <laughs> but I said, but again, like you were saying, you would think he would adjust, and that's why I just I kind of sit there laughing to myself. I was like, see, Budenholzer, this is why I was sitting there on the fence about you getting fired. But see, but since you got that trophy, you safe. He got a little like, ring so protection. Yeah, you yeah, you, you, you got yourself a little cushion right now. But I like to say again, I mean, you know, if you're Milwaukee, everybody's gonna always point out the fact the Middleton factor. And I'm, I'm not gonna say that like it didn't play a factor in him not playing. You know, but uh, here we go again. I mean, I believe though know, when they come back next year, um, for as long as uh, Giannis is in Milwaukee, I don't expect Milwaukee to go anywhere. You know, hopefully they'll come back, you know, next year, you know, with full health. And we'll revisit this, man. But like I said, that, that series went exactly the way I expected. It was a seven-game series, well fought out. I love the team defense that the Celtics played against Giannis. I mean, there was no back down. I mean, Giannis is going to get his no matter what. But the Celtics, I mean, I love the way they went up against him, especially between Horford and Grant Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, I know my man Robert Williams the third. you know, was kind of you know, on the fence because he had some injury issues. But, I mean, just the way they, they played up, and, and, and even Marcus Smart went in there and got some. I mean, they play. if anything, they gave you the blueprint on how to play Giannis. Yeah. I, I've been saying that a million times. I said, Giannis is great. Again, I know that, but it's just like simple basketball fundamentals. Like, this guy is going a 1,000 miles per hour, you know, almost like Charles Barkley style, pushing full court. But I said, give yourself some space. Get down there. Beat him to the spot. Will there be times Giannis will beat you with that Euro? Maybe he will. But sometimes you got to be able to just time it up and be willing to take that hit. Yeah. Like, I'm going to make you – Giannis, I'm going to make you think. And I think when Giannis goes up against the Celtics, I know he – I think he realizes that he's going to have to start doing that now. Like, mm-hmm. I really have to think about how I'm going to score. Because these cats are really, like, making me earn it in the post. Yeah, I can, you know, try to overpower but, hey, these cats know how to take charges. I mean, they just played fundamental Celtic defense right there. I mean, Red, Red Arbach somewhere in heaven <laughs> – had a cigar out like, yeah, that's how you do. That's how that's how you do it. Giannis is gonna you know? come back next year with a, a wet mid-range jumper. Like that's the next hey. evolution. 
I mean, I think his mid range is fairly solid now. If it's anything, I'd be I'd be more afraid that not just the mid range, but that three ball gets scared. If that gets a leap even better, man, the world is in trouble. Oh yeah. I mean, if, if, <laughs> is this something you could do then? This is nothing you could do. Yeah, I mean, we get to the point now that we might have to start biting on on pump fakes from three from Giannis. Yeah, dude, you about to chalk it up. Cause that that young man, he he's a beast. Yeah. He he is a beast. I don't know how I don't know how much longer is his deal in uh, Milwaukee anyway. He signed a new one not too long ago. So I know he's I know he signed three, a new one. It's at least three yeah. or four. I I truly believe when this deal is done, he's gone. When this when this deal is done, he's gone. Cause by that I... time I think Le- LeBron will be out of the league, and I'm telling you, Giannis will leave Milwaukee. He already brought a title to Milwaukee, so everything they get after this is just basically you know extra cherries on a Sunday. If I'm Giannis, it's like, yo, it's like LeBron and Cleveland. I got y'all one. I'll get y'all back to the finals. I'll try to get y'all some more if I can. But when this deal's up, I'm out. You can't say I didn't give you anything. <laughs> I brought a banner here since when, when Kareem was going by Lou. <laughs> so, 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 so be grateful for what I did for you. Giannis will be, I'm telling you, Giannis will be out. And where he goes from there, my God, what if I don't know? I mean, because there are a lot of players gonna be older by the time. But I mean, what like what if Giannis end up going to Miami? <laughs> oh, scary. Yeah. But I a part of me, a part of me will almost depend on their makeup. Maybe Giannis might go to one of the big marks. Maybe he'll go to LA. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe, maybe just just yeah. take that, that quick bus ride to Chicago, sir. Like yeah. Hey, I mean, y'all, y'all got to know. Well, I mean, y'all were talking about windows. I mean, I don't know. depending on what y'all core look like by that time. But a, a great series, man. The, the Celtics, I mean, we're, we're going to get into that. You know, we uh, talk about the conference finals on the east side. But, man, they, they, they look good. They look good. They do. They do. So let's, let's hop on to the last semifinal. And that was the Miami Heat versus the Philadelphia 76ers. I've said it a few times on here, and I'm going to say it again. James Harden is cooked, homie. Like, if there was ever a time for you to, like, just say, like, all right, we need a bucket. Let me go get a bucket. Right. And this dude refused to shoot. Yeah. Like, how you going to trade a dude who refused to shoot for a dude who refused to shoot? You know what I'm saying? Like, like they <laughs> – That's, they that's a fair question, though. You know, they was in last year. You know what I mean? Like, we we got you to put up buckets in the fourth quarter because the last dude who was here refused to put up, you know, refused to do anything in the fourth quarter. And that was like, we at least had Ben Simmons' defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't got nothing with you. I think he has to. They're stuck with him, but he can't be there. Like, they have to move on from Harden, but they have to keep Harden. Or else, you know what I mean? What, what was the trade for? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Either that or I wouldn't be surprised if Embiid is the one that wants out. That's fair. That is fair. You done? Yeah, go ahead. Here's my thing. I think to me, James Harden, was just more focused on the fact that he went further than what the Nets did this year. Mm-hmm. I think that once the Nets got knocked out by the Celtics in the first round, to me, I think Harden was cool. He's like, look, no, no, hopefully this makes me look right. Look at what they did compared to look what I did. I got farther than they did. Now, I mean, there are reports apparently saying that how Harden doesn't like you know, playing for Doc. But the reports are also always saying Doc's coming back next year. I think it's safe to say Doc is likely coaching for his job next year. Yeah. He's coaching for his job next year. But at the same time, you know, James Harden, who's now looking for a match, if it wasn't for the fact that his bosom buddy, Daryl Morey, was there, anybody with a right mind, I wouldn't give James Harden no match. For what? Not, no reason whatsoever. That's it. That's it for what? Why would I be giving James Harden? Why would I be giving James Harden 
a max deal. Now we can sit here and talk about it was because uh, it was because you know Harden was out of shape coming back into the season. You no, know, he's dealing with a hamstring injury, whatever else like that. You know, he came in the middle of the half season. They really didn't get time, no chance to gel or whatever. What I loved about what happened at the end of that Miami Heat series and the 76ers is that Joel kept it a buck. Mm-hmm. I loved the fact he called James Harden out. I loved it. I was like, that's what I'm talking about, Joel. I mean, that's what a leader does. I mean, because what else? I mean, you basically had this man come back in a mask with a broken orbital bone. Right. To come back and help you. And don't forget the ligament in his hand. Yeah, that too. And probably, man, he showed a lot of heart. He did. I, I got nothing really bad to say about Joel. And as far as the series is concerned. But if I'm Joel, he's right. Like, yo, man, like, you coming here, I expect more of you. Which is pretty much put it in layman's terms. Yeah, you may not be James Harden of Houston, but hell, you're still James Harden. I expect you to give me something. Something. You no, know, when you get here, give me something. Now, the saving grace for James Harden is, like I said, he came midseason. Next year, there, there are no excuses. That's why I said, I think, you know, from our previous episode, I said, I was like, you know, if, if it was me, I'd at least have to sign that dude to like a, a one year. Mm-hmm. I'd put it on one year. Because you got to show me how committed you are to this squad. You know, don't sit up here and come back out of shape. Don't sit up here, you no, know, basically this, you no know, laissez-faire attitude. We get back in the, you no, know, God expect the 76ers to make the playoffs. Like once again, barring injury. But I expect you to take care of yourself and be committed to the fact that you're playing on a team just like you were you know, previously in Brooklyn, that more or less has championship aspirations, let alone no championship talent, even though I believe the 76ers still need to find more additions for their bench. Again, their top heavy is AF. But I say, if, if it was me, I'm sorry, James Harden cannot get a max deal because if they give him a max deal, he, I say, he's never struck me as a dude who's just like that committed, you know, in terms of, of what I feel was his thirst for a title. You know what I'm saying? If he gets the max, again, I I was I, I really fear for James Harden. And if anything else, if he got the max and things end up going the way they did this year, listen, mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think Joel and B would probably be like, "Look, I'm fed up, man. Get me out of here." Yeah, trade me, trade me. Like the fact that people like that the front office potentially cares that James Harden doesn't get along with Doc. Like this ain't your team, homie. Like, it matters if Joel get along with Doc. You know what I mean? And he's had the best numbers of his career under Doc. You know, he's become Mm -hmm. an MVP candidate several times over with Doc. James Mm -hmm. Harden, like, we don't take into account people who average 19 points a game if they get along with the coach or not. We talk to people who average 25, 28. You know what I mean? Like, but that's that relationship with Daryl Morey that he has where – it's his team now, you know. Exactly. He gets all the pool. So we'll see. If they give him that max, they'll be paying him like 47 to like $50 million when he's like age 36. And as long as I mean, but I, my, my thing again is, again is, is I, I mean, if you're Daryl Moore, I just want to know how you validate it. You know, I mean, because once again, I'm not giving James Harden that kind of money based on what he did because of the James Harden in Houston and James Harden in Brooklyn. I need to know what you can do for me now. Exactly. You know, don't tell me about. No, I know what you once were. You've been an MVP. You've been a league, you no know, sco- uh, league uh, scoring leader. You were all. That's why I brought you here. That's why I gave away the farm. Well, Daryl Morey Wallace gave away the farm to bring you here. But now it's just looking like, well, you brought me here because that's just your buddy. That's a terrible look. You know, and I like uh, Tyrus Maxey, the young buck. I mean, he looks like he might be next in line. Yeah. And if it really comes down to it, you know. I mean, I'm just you know, speculating here. If it really comes down to it, if I'm Embiid, if I'm Maxi, I'm calling up Doc. I'll say, you call up Hardy and be like, yo, yo, I mean, I think you saw it on the bench sometimes. Tyrus Maxi, his respect Man. for Harden was like slim to none. Slim to none. Like, you know, like yo, dude, you, can be, you can be the third wheel. I got it. You ain't going to shoot? Give me the ball. I don't care you, James Harden. Like, my favorite I one. I get uh, buckets too. Like, 
Maxie sat down, and then Harden came and sat down right next to him. And, and Maxie got up and went to the far end of the bench. Like he was so far away, passed about passed up like three, four empty seats to get away from that guy. Like hey. I feel it though. I I know I feel that. I've been there. I wish I said, I wish I had some of the moxie some of these cats had. I said if I could do it over again, man, please. You know, I'm I'd have teammates who really know how I feel about them. Like, yo, like, nah, man, ain't got no time for this kind of garbage, this BS. You serious? You know, like I, said, I mean, I, 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 I feel for him. And like I said, you know, I never felt the Sixers were going to be title contenders this year anyway, even with the trade for Harden. Like I said, they, they just didn't have enough help. You, like I said, you have a great starting lineup, but you got no backup. Nothing after that. You know? So, I mean, if they, I don't know, I don't know what they're going to do in the offseason. Excuse <coughs> me. If they can get some kind of help off the bench, you need at least two or three decent, you know, yeah. bench players. You need you an eight-man rotation at, at bare at least. You know, like I said, you know, give these cats you know, some kind of rest. But, you no, know, like I said, Embiid as a leader of that team, hey, I'd call Harden out too. And if they ask him about it, hey, do you think James Harden deserves the max? I'd be, if I'm if I'm Embiid, I'm like, no. He can, he can show me. But if you want to tell me right now, no. And if James is mad about that, guess what? You're just mad. As far as I can see, you're just stuck. You're in a lose-lose situation. Well, you want to try to get up out of here now, too? And if you come back next year playing like hot garbage, everybody's going to sit there and realize that you're just a spoiled-ass brat who just wants to get his way and make his money. So it's going to be a bad look for you either way. Yep. But my man Jimmy Butler in Miami, man, I love (laughs) – that is my – my hand to God on everything I love. I'm going to do this. When he came back through that curtain at the end of that game, and he was like, over me? Tobias Harris over me? And some other few choice words. I was yeah. like, I love that. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, I'm using that. I'm telling you, when the opportunity shows itself, because it's going to come. I know there's some opportunities coming my way. Hey, I'm, I'm taking out Jimmy Butler's book. I'm telling you, I, I swear he's going to come. You know, I'll tape it for you. I love that. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Buckets has, has always back. been like, my dude. Y'all wrong with him over me? Oh, I love <laughs> that. I was like, let him know, Jimmy. Let him know. Let him uh, know. Man. Perfect segue to Miami and Boston, the Eastern Conference Finals. This is going to be a fun series. Um if everybody's healthy. If everybody's healthy. Um, we got to get Marcus Smart back. We got to get Al Horford back. And we got to get Kyle Lowry back. Um, but it seems like Miami is playing so much better than with Kyle Lowry on the floor. But defensively, he adds something, you know, that uh, Vincent just doesn't bring. But I think I have Miami winning this series, but I think it's going to go six or seven. What you got? Uh, well, I finally came out with it uh, after yesterday, after Miami won game one. You know, and as you mentioned, like you said, you know, when I found out that Horford was out too, and I just dropped up, I put on my Twitter, oh, it's a wrap. Miami's winning this game. You know, and those people were getting at me because I did. I, I actually selected Celtics instead. Mm-hmm. It, it, took a, it took a lot for me to do it. I mean, I, Jimmy Butler is my second favorite player in the league behind Russ. And I think, honestly, if, I, if I'm being honest about it, Jimmy might have. He might have t- at least tied by now. I love Jimmy Butler. I love the way he plays. And like I said, when I look at Miami and I look at the Celtics, to me, I mean, it's almost like they're just mirrors of each other. Exactly. They, they really are. They're, it's just like, you know, especially on the defensive end of the ball. I just said that I felt that the Celtics team defense was just slightly, I mean, just, you know, tense. Better than Miami's. This tends to better. And the only reason I, I even said Celtics to win the series is again, like injuries weren't playing a factor. If the original starting five that was supposed that should have started in the series the play, I felt that the Celtics had a slightly deeper bench than uh Miami does. Yeah. You know, to me, it's just no for the benches in well, Miami is mostly like you know, Tyler Hit Hero, mostly. You know, you get a little bit of all the depot, you know, vaguely. But I just think it's just more about, you know, Celtics might just be slightly deeper. You know, there's just a, there's just a few more weapons, you know, for 
the Boston that I feel that Miami, you know, just this is I said they have the same thing, but it's just slightly behind. I think you guys look at a lot of players, they more or less cancel each other out. I mean, I look, I love Bam, you know, but I think Al Horford can bang with Bam. I love Jimmy, you know, Jason's come to his own. I just think that what Jimmy gives Jimmy the edge is his mentality. Jason doesn't have that yet. If Jason had Jimmy's mentality, Jason really would be scared. Yes. He would be tremendously scared if he had Jimmy's mentality. But then, I mean, but like I said, but we saw last night, I mean, Jason was still getting his buckets, though. So he, he's still going to get his, he's going to get his money. Jalen Brown, to me, more or less would probably be the X factor, you know, because, I mean, uh, I don't know much about the Strauss cat, you know, on uh, Miami, but I don't think Strauss is, you know, good enough for Jalen, as good as Jalen Brown. No, he's not. You know, and Marcus Smart, I you know, like you were sitting there saying, you know, we're, even if Kyle, Kyle does come back, I think again that they'll just more or less cancel each other out. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle might be a slightly better scorer, but Marcus is no slouch. And uh, like I said, my man Robert Williams came in and dropped an eighteen yesterday. I was like, oh snap! So I'm getting eighteen from Robert Williams. I was, like, I mean, he stepped it up. I mean, that's because you no know, Horford and Marcus were out of the game. So like I said, again, like I said, uh, it, it really hurt me to go against Miami. But like I said, Miami's culture is more. It's more similar to the way I played the game. Yeah. I said, if I, if I was in the league, I'd want to play for Miami. That's the way I play ball. But like I said, just you know, looking from it from a basketball IQ sense, I believe it's going to go seventh. And if I'm wrong, it's going to be one of the times I'll be so happy I'm wrong. But I, <laughs> I, I got I got Celtics in seven. Like I said, barring injury, because I, th- I think they're saying tomorrow Horford is out, but yeah. Marcus is probable. Yeah, and and even I don't even know what probable necessarily means. And for the Celtics, I'm sorry, I, the Celtics need to be at full strength if they're going to compete with Miami. Agreed. I said I, I I will not be surprised with Horvath being out, even if Marcus comes back tomorrow. That still won't be enough. I won't be surprised if Miami goes up two up. I wouldn't either. Um, yeah. Did you happen to see what? Our boy Jimmy said to Jalen Brown during the game. No, I didn't. He said they drafted you third because they thought you were going to be the next Jimmy. You ever see anybody say you're going to be the, the, that person's the next Jalen? No. <laughs> <laughs> like he was talking trash throughout that entire game. I didn't. I didn't see that, but I love that. Hey, I'll tell you. Jimmy Butler, man, it just God. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I got looking feeling. I said Tobias Harris over me. What makes it funny is that's so true. It's like, what were you thinking? Like, why? I said that from day one. Like, I don't let him go. That's all it that needed. That alone, right there, if I was to be out of it, like, I gotta go. Yeah, y'all didn't bring him back. I gotta go. You didn't have to wait for Ben Simmons. I, that right there would have made me want to leave. How do you yeah. not let this man? How do you not resign this man? He liked it there. He was cool with with it be, and he would have took over the fourth when and didn't have it. He was just flat out better than Tobias Harris. Yeah, but he was a sixer. They were just flat out better. And let's not forget what it took to beat them. One of the greatest, you no know, game winners in the history of the NBA. Yeah. Oh my God, but Jimmy Butler, man. I mean, just this dude. I, I said, it's, I said, this, this series is so emotional for me. Because like I said again, I, it, it will really hurt me if I'm wrong. Because I want Jimmy to get one. I really I want Jimmy to, Jimmy deserves to be a champion. Jimmy, I mean, that, that team, and shout out to Eric Spostra, you know, I'm still a little torn about him being on that top 15 list. You know, I feel like there's some other coaches I could have threw in there that could have probably took his spot, but you know, I'm only going to go so far while I feel he made it. See, I feel like. But he, wasn't Doc on that list? Huh? Wasn't Doc on that list too? Yeah, Doc was on the list. Yeah, I wouldn't have put Doc on the list. Doc's a good coach, but he ain't a great coach. You know, I mean, it's just like there, there are some other coaches I thought I could have went on the list, but I mean, I you really got to give Spolstra some props. I mean, we we can never take away the Miami Heat run with you no know, obviously the big three of 
no uh, Braun, D Wade, and Bosch. But if anything else, Spolstra just showed like, look, yo, I'm more than just you know do that. You know, basically three of the all time great players. Yeah, he's 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 been he's, he's been back in positions where this dude might be going to the finals again. So I mean, he's he shown this dude is legit. He he is legit, but by like Jimmy, he's the perfect player for them. And like I said, I mean, I you know I don't want to put I don't want to make too much about his age, but I mean, but he is 33. Like I say, here we go again. I mean, I think that that window, man, especially in the Eastern Conference. I mean, I think we're gonna be looking at Miami, Milwaukee. You know, it's screw Brooklyn. I'm not throwing Brooklyn in there. Forget Brooklyn. We're looking at Miami, Boston. We're going to be looking at – I'll throw y'all in there a little bit. Throw y'all in there, and I'll throw in Milwaukee. Yeah. You know, I mean, the Sixers, I'm kind of on the fence about because I say I, I got to see what they're going to do. We got to see what they're going to do. Yeah. But, I mean, but right now, I mean, I it, it won't surprise me here for the next maybe three, four years. If these are the teams that we're looking at, I won't be surprised. But I – I do want Jimmy to get one. Oh, I do. I do. But I love the way the Celtics look. And I'd like to say, I'd like to see them go to the finals too for both, you know, logic and also a personal reason. You know, I I love Bill Russell. I do. I'd like to see them, you know, win another championship in Boston for Bill Russell, you know, before, you know, the obvious. But uh but nah, like, oh it should be a great shoot. I I just don't want it to be tainted by the fact that I said it, you no. Know, Boston, unfortunately, just succumbs to injuries. And I said, Miami's way too good. I, I feel we've been cheated of what should have been a classic series. But if Horford doesn't play tomorrow, I, I will not be surprised. It'll be, it'll be 2-0 Miami. Yeah, yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see how they try to fight back out the hole. But I, and they, they got the talent to be able to do it. Yeah, so they, they, they definitely do. I mean, I think that they show that, you know, against uh, Milwaukee. You know, and, uh, and like I said, if anything else, I, I was more shocked than anything. That Boston was winning in the yeah, first half. I was like, "Yo, they came out hot, like, really." I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "They're winning." I was actually winning kind of comfortable, but that third quarter came around. Boy, I was like, eh. "Well, that was nice while it lasted." Yeah, it was one of those like, "Don't forget who you are," <laughs> and they just went out there and like, they were just taking the ball from them, like just physically just snatching that thing and running. Um, it was great, but let's uh, transition to the Western Conference, where we are seeing the Golden State Warriors taking on the Dallas Mavericks. Golden State is going to win this in five. Luke is good enough to get uh, one, but this I'm ain't even going to be again. close. I'm right. not doing that again. I learned my lesson. I'm not. I'm giving them six. I'm going to go ahead and give them six. I can't, I can't do it. I, I, I learned my lesson. I will not disrespect the Mavs like that. I, I believe that... Uh, I said, Luke is going to get his. I believe that the reserves, the role players, the others, as you, know, <laughs> you like to call them, I believe that they will show up from time to time. You know, I said, they, they play better at home. And I think they'll get two at home. But I think in the end, the moment will be just too big for them. But it'll be a good, good learning experience. But the experience of the Warriors, and I think the taste of being this close back to the finals again, is the motivating factor. I got Warriors in six. Yeah. Golden State don't play with their food, man. They gonna get they gonna get them up out of there. I don't I don't even know what the score of the game is. Score is sixty six to forty nine right now. Oh yeah, five. But I wouldn't be surprised if this thing is four. They gonna get them all up out of there. Like they too close, man. They know they window is about to close. They ain't playing no games. Not not with a trip to the finals on the line. Yeah, um, I, I I agree with you. I mean, you know, so you wanna give them five. I go and give them five. I said, I just think, you know, again, when they when they go back to Dallas, they're they're gonna win one. And again, I think, you know, just right now, just basing off of what I've seen from Golden State, again, they're they're, they're older. I mean, definitely wiser. I think they they may have a moment, they might have a, a little bit of slippage where Dallas might be able to take advantage of them. But I said once, you know, uh, Golden State gets like maybe that uh They'll go up 3-1. Dallas will come back, sneak in, maybe take game five, 3-2. And like I said, they'll come back. <laughs> they'll go ahead and, uh, just, and just go ahead and put them out of their misery. Like, oh, it's, 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 it's not your time yet, Luca. <laughs> get back get, get back to the end of the line. <laughs> it's not time. <laughs> how, how did it feel to be in the Western Conference Finals? <laughs> so feel, feel, feel good about yourself. <laughs> yes. You were that close. You were that close. But you're, you're not there yet. You're not there yet. But, nah, but, but we definitely agree on that. I, 
I got Warriors, Celtics in the finals. And who I'm still taking the I still take the I'll take the Celtics and I'll I'll go seven. I'll take Celtics and seven over the Warriors. Um if it is the Celtics, I agree. I have the Celtics over the Warriors, and I would say six or seven. If it's Miami, Golden State may win that just because they have way more firepower than Miami does. Miami has the great lockdown D, but I don't know if they can keep up with scoring with Golden State. I think I will go Golden State with in six over Miami if that's the way it plays out. I think a part of me almost wants to – I'll put you this way. Logically, if it was Miami, I'd probably go with the Warriors too. But emotionally, I'd want Miami to win. Oh, yeah. Agree. Agree. Emotionally, I'd, I'd want Miami to win. But logically, if it's Miami and Golden State, I would probably say I'll, I'll go seven again. I think either one's going to go seven. Right. Either, either one will go seven, you know. But like I said, you're you're playing these cats, and I'll say this too again. I mean, should Golden State hypothet- hypothetically win another championship? I think it, we're going to have to revisit, and this has to be a topic for a show. <sighs> this would have to likely be known as the LeBron and Steph Curry era. I said it. Yeah, I don't. I don't see how. <clears throat> Pardon me. I don't see how you know. I know we consider LeBron great. He is great. I'm not taking none away from him. statistically his accomplishments. Like I said they're all there. But here's the one thing I said when we come down to this goat conversation. The one thing about the goats is that each person in their conversation more or less dominated their era. From yes. Russell, who you know I love, to Kareem. Who you know from the seventies into the eighties, more or less dominated his era. Mike, when he came to the nineties, dominated his era. I, I love Bron, all the respect in the world. But did LeBron really dominate his era? No, he dominated he the East. That's what I'm saying. So, so it's just like so if so Steph gets four rings and matches LeBron. I'm just saying, like, yo, man, well, yeah, we can say it's LeBron's era, but you have to put a little asterisk to say, well, this is also Steph Curry's too. There's no shame in that. I mean, hell, Tim Duncan and Kobe shared the era. Yeah, and I would say that it may just be the Curry because he's the most influential player probably since, like, AI. Like, he changed the game. Like, before Curry started going crazy, you know. There's no way they'll ever ever allow that to happen. You got got to give LeBron his props. (laughs) But I said, again, nobody's saying LeBron's not great. Again, no, like statistically, is. when it's all said and done, obviously this dude is going to be like so far up there in the accolades and the accomplishments. You can't sneeze at it. But I, like I said, that's why that's why championships have to matter. See, people try to sit up here and throw analytics in and try to sit up here and determine this conversation. I'm sorry, winning has to matter. Mm-hmm. You know, just because you got a lot, there are a lot of guys who got a lot of good stats, but they never won nothing. Winning has to matter. And the fact of the matter was, this dude <laughs> has three rings, and pretty much all three of those rings are by LeBron James' expense. Yes. One without K, one without KD, two of them win them, and if he wins another one now, but LeBron didn't make it. LeBron's only saving grace would be to come back and beat Golden State next year. That would be his only saving grace. <laughs> it's yeah. But if Golden, if Golden right. State wins this, I'm sorry, it it, it has to be said. It it is the LeBron and Steph Curry era. It is. It, it just is. I'm sorry. I'm not saying LeBron is no. I'm not saying Steph Curry's better than LeBron. I mean, obviously, we can't say that. But in terms of when I'm looking at accomplishments, obviously LeBron has more MVPs. But I'm just saying when these cats went head to head. This cat just made raises the other cat. So what are we saying? How can I downplay this dude? You can't. Well, I said, that, I said that, that's that's the only thing about Golden State going to the finals for me. I'm just like, if this dude wins again, and I said it's not just LeBron. I'm sorry, we got to relook at Kevin Durant too. He will validate what I've been saying. He ran to Golden State to get two rings. I don't care if he was the best player on the team. 
He was on the stack squad that was going to win a championship anyway just because he went there. And clearly, he's just validated. They didn't need you to win anyway. So what point did it really prove? It's true. He went there just to just to get his ring protection. That's all it was. That's all it was. But as the score is now 73 to 57. But I say I got I got Golden State finishing the Madison six. I'll, I'll show y'all some love, Dallas, and give you two. But yeah, there's no way in hell. I mean, again, barring injury, hopefully there's no injuries. There's no way in hell y'all beating Golden State. It's not yeah. happening. Nope. It's not happening. Yeah. I'm gonna get him four and a possible. Four and a possible. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? No, fam. I said we'll be back again soon. Uh, I said so we'll try to get it back in. Uh, probably after. Uh, I'll say, well, this is game one for them too, and game two is tomorrow. So we'll try to get it back in by this weekend. So we'll probably be through at least. Well, I guess we'll be at least through at least through two games. These first two games, yeah. All right, all right. Go ahead and drop your social, sir. Yes, sir. As always, on Twitter is at the MCG as in David, I B as in Victor A as the Mikadiva on Twitter. And I am at J Sug at J A Y S U G G. Also on the Twitter. And until the next time, we out.